the BRL fam has increased by one. Son of BRL has now arrived in this world, which makes the Patreon way more important now. Support the show that supports your scene and keep the show as successful as it is at the moment. Helping you that out. Patreon.com slash BRLSun. That is Patreon.com slash BRLSun. I've had no sleep. It is BRL and now joining us on the Zoom call is a gentleman who we've basically been uh, sort of championing since probably, I'd say, like 2017 <laughs> with all the... Yeah, you've a long time. Musty supplements the last five years, uh, you know, on the, uh, the Joondalup era and now this era as well. But um, two-time guest in 2022, but you've released two of the best projects <laughs> of the year so far. Uh-huh. Thanks, man. Joining us on the phone is Nelson Dialect. Once again, how you doing? Good, good, mate. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Actually, well, you know, a bit of an overshare, but had a bit of a stomach bug over the weekend, so that was that was no fun. But uh, that's uh, you know, uh, that's dad life. He brought it there. The the TK rap hands, as I like to call him for the radio. What, what can you do? What can you do? Yeah, he just brings it home, and you just end up you know spending a you know a couple of hours floating around the bathroom. It's <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's the nicest way of putting it. So, <laughs> you know, these things happen. It's part of life. The ups yeah. and downs, man. Yeah. Dad life as well. So uh, thanks, TK. Thank you, my uh, small infant child. Now, uh, <laughs> I've got to talk about this album because this is uh, among my favorites of the year so far. Um, am I going to put it on top for the year? I- I'm not sure yet. Um, I just know it's <laughs> like among my like two or three best that I've heard so far this year. I, I Thank you, man. really like this album. Now, um, the first question is basically almost the same question as I asked you the last time we spoke to you like three months ago. But um, yeah. the high focus thing, um, how did that all come about <laughs> first of all? Like how did how did you sort of link up with high focus? Yeah, well, I, I did a show in Brighton, England, like in 2019, and I met Slips there. And this was before he, him and Verbs were on High Focus, and I stayed at his house, and that's where we made the album, the bulk of the album in that period. Oh, wow. And so we kept we kept in touch, and we finished the album, uh, and we were kind of like, you know, where sh- how should we put this out? And then in that over that period, him and Verbs had been signed and released their product uh, project Radio Waves, and then Slips was like, "Let's send it to." F-. Yeah, it's a great album, and uh, I was on that track, so that's how we originally met. I was on a song there called Hope, and then Slips, um, Slips, and I sent it to Flip Tricks, and because um, I'd met Flip Tricks once, just um, like on the road, and then. He had heard my stuff, but yeah, he he really liked the album and said, "Yeah, let's put it out." So yeah, man, just like that. <laughs> they well, get I guess I guess he wanted to, you know, he wanted to 
put it out. We kind of put an email to him and, and mm. you know, and said, what do you think about this? And he was like, yeah, he liked the album, so he was into it. And I guess having Slips and Verbs, you know, Slips was already on the label at that point. It, it yep. was all, you know, it all sort of helped the momentum, you know. So, um, you know, them getting absorbed into the, the high focus thing, they heard that. Next thing you know, you're releasing stuff with Miss Slips. Now, um, production-wise, this is this is very much your style, you know, the, the sort of muted pianos and a bit of a jazz kind of feel across the board yeah. as well. Um, did you working with uh, Slips and Verbs and those kind of blokes, obviously you've got history with those two, but um, working with those guys, um, you know, a couple of years ago, uh, was that was that just was that um like an organic experience or did you all just sit down one day and come up and say hey we're gonna make this album or how did that sort of yeah I mean it's funny actually like how it happened I mean the the track for hope was more emailed to me and I and I just we had been chatting anyway we hopped on mm. a couple calls and we got along I mean yeah I kind of I really just try and work with people I organically get along with anyway. You know what I mean? You can, you can kind of tell when you're on the same page creatively, I think before you even get in the studio. So, um, but yeah, we, we work quite easily together. I mean, mm. it's easy when the, when the producer makes incredible beats and also slips as a, as a re recording engineer and he's very open to your ideas and, you know, he just like, he's open to letting you experiment and try whatever you want with the tracks. And, and that, you know, gives a lot of freedom to the vocalist and obviously puts his input because it's needed as the producer and, and he makes it whole, but he really gives you that, that green light. But um, yeah, it, I was going to say he was meant to, I was staying with him in Brighton during this tour and I was meant to, he was meant to go to this job, you know, he had some work on at a festival or something and th there was really bad weather. So the festival got canceled. So we ended, he ended up staying in the house for like staying back at his with me for like eight days. And that's really where the bulk of the album was made. We just went, man, let's see this as a sign to make music. And in that eight day period, we pretty much, that's where this album came out, you know, the British weather brought us this album. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you got to, so, sometimes it does, does you favors. You don't understand. Well, you know what? That's one thing I did sort of um, think throughout this record on my first and subsequent several listens to the album is mm -hmm. it, it does sound like a rainy day. So it. Yeah. It's um, interesting. I guess he's less, you know, must is very moody. I think, slips is less moody in in the mm. production he's a bit jazzier and to me that's like the difference like i think obviously my must stuff has a certain sound and slips has a certain jazz and and lightness in his style mm. that's there obviously there's heavy beats as well but yeah anyway it's interesting mm. it's a oh. good it's interesting to hear other people's um you know takes yeah, like um, now, now that I've got that picture in my head of you guys sitting in you know the south of the UK and the mm, weather is mm. absolutely shite, and <laughs> <laughs> and and you guys are putting together no, that makes sense. That like yes, it does for me. This has a yeah wet, cold UK day kind of feel across the record. Yeah, uh, which that was it. Uh, which I'm not Lots hating. Of, um, 
yeah, lots of cups of tea and and <laughs> that was it. Yeah, that um, yeah, that that made, yeah for some reason that 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 makes sense completely now of yeah, where yeah. my head was when I was listening to this. Now, um, one thing I've sort of noticed with the work across the board with yourself, but um, I, I'm maybe starting to start to pick up on these um, references as well. There's a lot of literature references with you. Now, um, are you a voracious reader? Because um, the reason probably why it took me so long to sort of figure out, oh, this is this, is this book and this is that and, Oh yeah. yeah, like I'm not much of a reader. So, um, do you do you have often have often have a book in hand? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a song on the new album which is "Open Book," which is you know it's like a it's like a love song using titles of books. You mm. know, it's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, flipping that, yeah. I mean, I love. I've probably slowed down to be honest, like most of the world with reading as. More than you know, when I was younger, or maybe even just five t- years ago. But mm. of course, I've always got a book on the go. I do like reading. It's um, yeah, it's something I dig. I don't know, just was kind of in, put drilled into me that dad and mum read a lot, and my grandma was into reading. And mm. I don't, yeah, I just like books, man. It's like a, especially for writing. It's like you know, I'll of course watch movies and TV, but yeah. with books, you get to like paint your own world you know that's what i like about it like there you get the own pick your own sort of visual in your head i like that aspect i think it helps for writing you know yeah i um, i remember reading some um some internet meme or something like that and it was yeah uh, i can't remember the exact wording of it but it was like you know something hallucinating without drugs like the overall arching theme and you'd sit down and you read words and you essentially lose that. I'm like, yeah, that is reading. You are literally yeah, yeah. picturing in your head and starting to drift off with the book. And it's a, it's a, it's an interesting activity when you think of it that way. I'm like, ah, oh, right. I, I should actually, yeah. I should read more. <laughs> well, you know, it was, it was the olden days version of Netflix, you know, really like yeah. or if you had the, or the wireless, but yeah, I mean, reading is a, uh, and it's it's good for your it's good for your brain. It's good for relaxation, winding down. Like instead of being on the phone, like reading a book is probably better for rest and that. You know, so there's health benefits to it too. Oh, absolutely! I, once again, I should probably pick up. I I haven't read no, but it's tough. Like I've I've there's a book called The Shallows, and they talk about how culture changes and people are reading less and our attention spans are less because of phones. And this mm. guy's like. A, He's like a psych, psychologist, you know, and he's yeah. like, you know, I'm an academic and he said, I read less, you know, and I find it hard to focus. So we're, everyone is like reading less, you know, I definitely read less than I used to. It's on my things to do list to try and read more because the phones are, are bloody consuming, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I've, I, don't, I think I can remember. That's right. The last book I read was George Carlin's biography and it was about 10 years ago and that's the last uh-huh. book I completed. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got to You got to find something you're into, you know, that's why there's lots of stuff on hip hop and, you know, history and that. So 
Oh, and and um, I'm huge in the history now, like um, because of the um, podcast Hardcore History, which I recommend to mm-hmm. anyone. Uh, a fantastic show. It's literally what I listen to when I go to bed is, you know, like, oh, mm. I'm going to replay this episode on the fall of the Roman Republic and <laughs> this kind of thing. And you're like, oh, yeah, I should probably read more about this. But mm, it, it, yeah, it's um, podcasts are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but you know, but I, yeah, it just uh, it sort of came to me as like, I wonder if I just sound like a well-read bloke. So, (laughs) try, try. It's a, it's a compliment. So, it's a compliment. (laughs) Thank you, man. Now, you're back in the UK currently. Um, How long Mm -hmm. do you plan to stay? And are you guys already planning the sequel to this record? Uh, Um. I don't know how long I'll stay. I think at least a couple of years and then I'll assess, mm. you know, in, with, given the last couple of years, I'm not trying to predict anything. I'll just mm. week to week, month to month. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of shows on in that side so for this year and a sequel. Uh, I can't say too much, but there is, there's more music coming for sure. But I like, we're just working on stuff and um, we're going to see how it all we're gonna see how it goes, you know. Yeah, let's uh, let's yeah. see you uh, team up with the four owls or something like that. <laughs> That'd be cool. That would be. Yeah, cool. we just su- we supported them last week in Brighton. That oh, show nice. was awesome. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, mm. Actually, um, before we get to the the final plugs, um, I wanted to sort of get your thoughts on this because you seem to be a, a bit of a uh, UK hip hop super fan yeah. as such. Um, I've only really just sort of got into it in the last four to five years. So uh, there's a lot that I don't know. And I don't know, maybe some time down the road when I ever get some free time again, which is probably never going to happen. It'd be, I'd do a BRL UK version of the show. Yeah, great. Yeah. But um, what for, for the complete novice out there, um, what are some records that you would recommend? Like what, you know, what would be sort of like, Oh, you know, if you're getting into hip hop and you're introducing like a 13 year old kid, oh, here's a copy of your Matic what? and Low End Theory. Like, what are those UK oh, versions of those? What What are those UK versions? Yeah. Okay, I can I can say for me, um, it would be Mark B and Blade, the Unknown, uh, classic. Are you there? Yes. Yes. Listen. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. I, I just my phone just tripped out. Um, good. I'd be Mark B and Blade, the Unknown. Uh, I'd say, you know, you got to get the task force um, for life cipher. Millennium metaphors is a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you go old school way back, like hijack horns of Jericho, that's like a, a real classic um, for me, the return of the drifted by jest. And uh, I'll say sagas, um, by Kalashnikov. They're, they're probably the ones. And Roots Maneuver's first album, brand new second hand. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. That that's would it. be, that's a pretty, yeah, they're the ones that I really like, listen to a lot. Did I say Skinny Man? I think I said Skinny Man, Council I, of State of Mind. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's definitely uh, one of those all time records for sure. Like that. That one broke through over here, but like I remember, they played "I'll Be Surprised" on uh, Triple J, like Triple J, lot. yeah, like a lot of yeah. lot. I was like, oh, that that, now was... that Skinny Man album was big back home, like 
you it know, was. same with Mark Mark being Blade. Like, if you're into hip hop or for life cipher, like th- those albums, everyone seemed to have it. You know, in, in at least what in Adelaide, that's how it was. So and mm. Jest, of course. Yes. Oh, so, you yeah, Jess I reckon if, always it, if anyone if anyone wants to do that do that study, I, I would say those albums are a pretty great place to start. I literally wrote those down. <laughs> Yes, yeah, sit, sit. I, I wrote those down because a lot of the stuff that you know I'm hearing was like, I think the, it would have been Skinny Man first that I I heard through you know the you know the Australian radio thing, um, and then I would have probably heard some Jess and Task Force maybe over the years, but it was yeah. really uh, four hours teaming up with uh, DJ Premier um, on Where whatever. Kicked, yeah, trip. and. Uh, that was Credit the track that broke through for me. I was like, this is because that's one of the hottest beats ever. <laughs> it's a sick beat, yeah. And yeah, I mean, a lot of the younger generation, you know, like I think they their journey with it starts with the high focus and blast stuff in the UK because they they did kind of start the resurgence. But I mean that that era, you know, to be honest, I was like I had like not been in listening to as much UK hip hop when that kind of first wave dipped off. I mm. kind of, you know, to me, it just lost like that, that what I was into, you know, so yeah. it took me a minute, minute to rediscover the UK stuff. But um, yeah, that original stuff is just unreal, man. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, there you go. There's a list, everyone, and um, also uh, now a list for me for stuff to listen to because I've, uh, yeah. I've always sort of wanted to find out what are those absolute classics that I should hear to sort of build that repertoire. So there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Indeed. So uh, let's get the plugs in. Um, the album, which I haven't even mentioned the title of yet, it's uh, Yourself, Nelson Dialect and Mr. Slips. The album's called Ever Since. It is bloody excellent. So Thanks, um, it, where do people get it? Is it just available everywhere? Yeah, I mean, streaming online, Bandcamp. Uh, you can buy the vinyl at highfocus.com. For now, there's uh, still, yeah, some vinyl tape and cd left and yeah yeah that's it find me on instagram and mr slips and let us know what you think of the album absolutely and i think mine are hopefully coming in the mail but you know uh restrictions and boats and all that kind of stuff it might be a while i've seen seen some people in australia started getting their orders so yeah thanks for supporting you know no worries. Like I said, it's a record I adore. So, um, Thanks, man. Well, we're going to play Seance from the record now because, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great third single, but really I kind of think it's still lead. <laughs> it's an absolute dope yeah. track. We wanted to drop it with sort of closer to the album. I think mm. that was that was the thinking of it, give it that momentum. But mm. I'm not, you know, I'm still learning all this shit on the fly. I've got, I've got no idea what, what works and doesn't at this point. I just kind of make stuff. Mm. Oh no, you know what? Uh, the, now you put it that way. No, it was probably the the, the correct thing to do promotional wise. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to play that now, and uh, thanks very much for joining us, Nelson Dialect. Easy. Thank you, mate. Dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor.